Hey there, folks. Welcome to, of course, Griff Talks Football with your host, Griff, here. And it is the season finale of season two. That it is. And this will be the last featured, or maybe not featured, but the last episode uh, in total for being featured on Anchor. I'm going to be officially moving this podcast, or at least all the new content for the feature, will be on my Patreon account. You can just look up. Uh, patreon.com slash griff talks football and there'll be the page there um but that uh will be more will, will be discussed or information will be shared uh at the end of this uh at, at the end of this episode however this episode is mainly about play actions that are most effective with the dagger concept and so what I'll be talking about in this episode is, you know, what the dagger route is and routes that complement well with the dagger route. Uh, explaining what, or at least why, faking the zone gap runs attacking the A plus B gaps are far more effective and complementive with the dagger concept compared to run fakes that attack C gaps or run fakes that require the quarterback to roll out of the pocket. And last but not least, what coverages does Dagger with the play action work well against? So those are the three points that I'll be uh, talking about talking about today in this episode. And to start off, I'm going to explain what the Dagger route is and routes that complement well with the Dagger concept. So Dagger itself, just one route. Is a variation of an inside route in which the beginning of the route will adjust to what the DB is doing as well as the type of coverage that is being presented. Whether the DB is playing, you know, pretty tight and man-to-man coverage, but, you know, on the inside shoulder of the receiver, which may be indication of, uh, of cover two. Also what the safeties are doing, cause they, cause they know that the weakness of a cover two man is, of course, uh, the middle of the field, the middle of the field is open. So post routes, seams, you know, any slants even, uh, can be a weakness to cover to man, which is why DBs try to jam receivers to the outside. So as the receiver run dagger out, if we were to call this against cover to man, uh, we'll have to adjust, uh, at the beginning of the route by just going outside and then making a sharp cut once we get to, whether it be 13, 14, 15, maybe 18 yards in depth, depending on what, you know, the type of play is and what the requirement of the play is too. So again, that, it is a certain inside route, whether it's, whether you bend the route, uh, when it comes to zone coverage or you make a sharp cut when it comes to uh, man coverage, which then again can be any inside route that's being ran, but with dagger, uh, you're literally just trying to make either a bend or sharp cut. You're not necessarily trying to make a huge adjustment at the beginning of the route or really a purposeful or on-purpose cut at the route. Um, You're not stemming necessarily uh, at the beginning of the route. But again, dagger is just a variation of an inside route with, sorry about that. Then my dog outside. Uh, at the beginning of the route, uh, in which 
makes it, you know, inside or outside cut only to make a bend and sharp cut once the receiver gets in depth required uh, to to what the what the play requires to of that receiver to do. And the various clear outs, yes, I say clear outs. Uh, that work or come up well or help open the dagger route, that inside route get opens, you know, a go route, uh, a slice route, post, cross, flag, cop, which is a corner post route, or train, which is a post corner route. Which is interesting to call it train. Uh, that's been called like that before. Uh, you can say POC, but train, I guess, is much shorter in terms of having to say uh, the word itself. Uh, but those are routes that complement well, or at least help get the dagger route open. Uh, you, Especially if the team is playing zone coverage, not only will you need that run fake if you are running play action, but even without the play action being involved, which you say you're just throwing it without the use of play action, you need that receiver to help clear out somebody, to help occupy someone, to help kind of clear out the space for the dagger out to, to, to work. Now, if it's, for example, if it's, uh, you know, cover, uh, I wouldn't say cover two necessarily, but if it's, if it's cover four, right? If it's cover four, we know that we, we only have three guys underneath and we have four guys over the top in terms of coverage. And that once the receiver gets past uh, 10 yards, uh, it essentially becomes man coverage for the DB that has lined up in quarters, that has lined up 10 yards from the scrimmage. So let's say you have that clear route, whether it be slice or whether it be uh, a go, or, or uh, again, just any clear route, uh, it's going to occupy that, that DB that's covering one-fourth of the field. So whether it be free safety, if we're throwing it away from the tight end, or if we're in a strong formation, it may be the strong safety. Nevertheless, again, it's still a DB. And once we have that clear route occupying a DB, the corner that's going to also play one-fourth of the field that's playing on the receiver that's running that dagger out, once that bend cut is made, or once the corner realizes, oh, okay, this is the inside route, um, he's going to try to you know, either jump that or is going to be chasing that. But nevertheless, we have space now to throw that dagger out. Or we can still throw the, you know, if it's a cop route, corner post, we could throw that too. Um, since we expect the corner to cover the dagger. I'm just saying there's various ways, or, or at least there's different ways to, to run dagger. But you're going to need a clear, a clear out regardless. Just to make sure that the inside route, that dagger out has an opportunity uh, to be open. Now, as for the running fakes, you know, faking a vertical run, such as attacking the AB gaps, whether it be, you know, power, whether it be faking the trap, or faking the inside zone, faking the ISO. Again, the runs are attacking A and B gaps. 
you know, are, are more effective due to the fact that the linebackers are having to account for the run, as any play action would, would be, but they're attacking vertically, right? They're not, they're not attacking horizontally. They're having to aggressively attack vertically because they have to account for the run that's attacking the A and B gaps, in which creates open space for the dagger route uh, to running by the receiver to attack that open space. Having horizontal runs, such as attacking the C and D gaps, are far less effective and does not complement well with the dagger. Linebackers do need count for the run, uh, but they're not attacking vertically. They're attacking horizontally, and by doing that, they will have a better opportunity to get back into coverage since they're not attacking vertically. It's far more easier for it's far more easier for the linebackers involved uh, or who are chasing that run horizontally to get back into coverage uh, because they're not again aggressively attacking the inside or not having to uh, chase that inside zone or chase that or account for any run that's attacking the A and B gaps. When you're running zone run, but more particularly the outside zone, especially against a team that is being prepared for that, they're not going to aggressively attack the gaps necessarily, but rather make sure that you know, by the defensive ends, whether what front it will be, that they're going to contain and control uh, the C and D gaps to then force the running backs to cut back inside. And if a linebacker over-pursues, uh, a cut or an open space will be created because the linemen, especially the guard and center, are slow reading drive reach drive cutoff technique so the style of zone runs are typically the slow read uh, the technique involved is the drive reach drive cutoff and if you're running the outside zone you're having that style of play the slow read the slow read enables the offensive line to double team one technique and read off what the backer is doing okay there's a backer attack that c gap well that guard's got to pick up that backer Okay, there's a backer attack the A-gap for whatever reason. Well, in that case, the guard's got to handle that technique and the center's got to pick up the uh, the backer. So, which is why outside, run, uh, outside zone runs can be far more effective if run and used properly because it really can stress the defense uh, horizontally. Well, one of, the, one of the things defenses can do to adjust is not so much attack aggressively, have their defensive line slow gap, which basically means, or two gap, where they're not penetrating. They're just trying to handle that double team as much as possible to where if there is open space for running back and that running back makes a cut, the linebacker can then be there to fill the gap and make that tackle. But if you're running the outside zone or faking the outside zone, again, the linebackers are not going to aggressively chase as often on that outside zone unless they're being beat several times. But one of the reasons or one of the things or one of the problems that will be presented if you're running that outside zone or faking the outside zone in which if you're trying to implement the dagger route, the quarterback is going to have to 
take more steps, whether it be rolling out of the pocket or rolling into whether it be the front side, B to C gap, or backside, B to C gap, whatever the case may be, the quarterback is having to take more steps in the pocket after the fake to then set up and then try to throw that dagger, right? If you're faking the inside zone or ISO, you don't necessarily have to take so many steps after the fake. You just take one, two, and then bam, throw. After, you know, faking that inside zone or that ISO run. Because again, routes are made to match with the timing of the footwork or the quarterback. In some routes that are being used on play actions, especially certain ones, only work with certain play actions. Uh, because the timing of the footwork complements well with the route that's being run. Uh, you know, you can fake an outside zone and have the quarterback roll into the A and B gap front side, and when I say front side with the tight end, and then throw a crossing route or a post route because that complements well. Uh, I mean, you'll have to, uh, you know, fake a, a certain outside zone run. Like, you're not going to fake the outside zone uh, to where the crosser is going. You're going to fake the outside zone. Uh, one way only to throw, you know, the crosser that will be attacking the uh, area in which the linebackers won't necessarily be there uh, in time. But, you know, if you're trying to run an inside zone, a crosser won't exactly work uh, because it's not stretching the linebackers horizontally. So you have to match the concepts with the play action as well as the footwork of the quarterback and what, what area you're trying to attack at. So that's why an outside zone is not going to necessarily complement well, or faking the outside zone won't necessarily complement well with you know, the dagger concept involved. So, again, the timing does not match up. Now, the coverages, you know, which... Which coverages does dagger with the play action work well against? Well, if it's any type of middle of the field closed coverage, uh, well, again, I would say any type of middle of the field closed coverage, the dagger would work except for Tampa 2. Now, why Tampa 2? Is uh, because the linebacker is now playing that one third of the field along with the safeties, which is basically a variation of cover three, just has the Mike backer instead playing deep, which covers that dagger out if nothing is containing the middle linebacker. I mean, you can try to have a clear route to that middle linebacker, but, you know, that middle linebacker does realize that he's got help at least over, over, over the top in terms of the safeties being there, unless the safeties are occupied by other routes, then a clear route could work. But if you have like a stop route or a route that, you know, specifically aims at that backer and that backer bites on it, then there's enough room to still throw that clear route or especially still throw that dagger route. And again, that backer is going to be reading the quarterback's eyes as any, you know, defensive back or any defensive player in coverage, they're going to be reading that quarterback's eyes. So again, dagger isn't necessarily a good play to run against Tampa 2 unless you have routes associated with dagger that can occupy that Mike backer. Most of the time, I would just avoid running dagger completely against 
Tampa 2. Um, unless I'm in a certain formation. But since we're, you know, if we're talking like 12 personnel or 21 personnel, you don't usually have the amount of routes that you could run because you also have to have protection-wise, you want to have enough time in the pocket to then not only fake the play action but then be able to throw the ball. You don't necessarily have routes involved that can occupy that middle linebacker running the Tampa 2, running that coverage. So, again, if it's not Tampa 2, we're totally running against any type of various cover 3. Um, maybe, well, no, you could still run against double cloud or cover 3 cloud. Uh, you just got to have a flat route to occupy that corner. That way the corner doesn't, you know, carry with that dagger route. Uh, but any type of cover 3, um, in cover 1, that's a, that's a good one to run against, especially against man coverage. You can, you know, set up a wheel route or, you know, a rail route with a fullback or a backup tight end uh, as a way to add a route uh, that complements well with the dagger concept. But again, any type of middle of the field closed coverage except for Tampa 2. As for middle of the field open, um, only certain types of middle of the field open coverages uh, the, the dagger concept can work. And once I started to think about this or thought more about this, you know, the only, the only time where I see if we're faking. So again, we're not just any standard pass set where we have multiple routes. We are using play action. The most I can think about is three guys running with a check down. Sometimes you could have four guys, you know, running. When once you make that play action fake, um, so if you're doing that, I can see dagger work well against cover four. But if you only have three or less guys running the dagger concept, so again, two to three guys running routes that are associated with the dagger concept, cover four won't necessarily be a good play to run against. So really, only cover two man, I could see, you know, being used against a middle of the field open coverage. Um, so again, middle of the field open is where the middle of the field is open. It usually consists of two safeties out there. If it's middle of the field closed, it's really just a single high safety or, you know, with Tampa 2, linebacker plays deep. So, but that's what I recommend running dagger against when it comes to, you know, running the concept against certain coverages. But that's it for today's episode, though. And don't worry, I'm ending this on the update. So again, in regards to the, you know, Griff Talks Football Podcast on Anchor and then on Patreon, Griff Talks Football Podcast will move to Patreon uh, once uh, the start of football season opens uh, and once the season officially starts. That's when the podcast will uh, officially resume. Uh, and again, it will be on Patreon. All episodes on Anchor uh, will still be there, uh, but again, no new content. Uh, Patreon videos will be every Thursday night, and uh, short YouTube videos will be Friday evening. Uh, YouTube projects throughout Patreon uh, support, or through Patreon support, uh, will occur every two to three months, so I have giant projects coming along, in which I thought it would be unique in itself. 
Um, so, for example, I've, I thought of a project that talks about the uh, West Coast versus digit system, word association, and numbers. So, uh, I'll keep y'all updated on that through Patreon and, and through YouTube and through uh, the Griff Talks Football Instagram. Um, uh, so, looking forward to keep y'all updated through that. Not an anchor necessarily, but uh, through through other various uh, streams and social media. I'm looking forward to keeping y'all updated through the YouTube projects. And then uh, the Patreon video about my Patreon will be out soon. In regards to what the intent and what the purpose of the uh, Patreon account is about and so forth. So again, thank y'all so much for streaming this season. It's been it's been fun. And thank y'all again for listening uh, to Griff Talks Football on Anchor. Uh, please check out my Patreon and, and, and support. And uh, for those who are really wanting to continuously follow, follow Griff Talks Football podcast, uh, again, it'll be on Patreon, and uh, thank y'all so much again for listening, and uh, I'll definitely catch y'all soon. Uh, thank you again for listening to the season finale, season two, and um, looking forward to bringing y'all more content through other various places. Catch y'all soon, and stay safe.